0: it's season four of the classified lady we're still living our best lives because we're real about who we are and what we like you're on the mic with dr ace the global mentor coach it's the season finale and i'm talking about body positivity in the age of social media take a listen ladies today we're getting into body positivity in the age of social media Body positivity has been a really big subject lately and it really topped off last year with artists like Lizzo who happened to be Artist of the Year and models like Ashley Graham and Takara. I don't know if you guys remember her but she was a winner on America's Next Top Model. I think she was like the first plus size before there was an Ashley Graham by the way. These women literally embody and I do mean to use a pun here, they embody body positivity. And let's not forget the Dove campaign from 2018. I think Target even did a body positivity campaign. These things are important because we have to realize that we are human, we have flaws, We have imperfections and it's time to embrace it. It's time. I I think that one of the things that I really like about designer uh, Christian Siriano, even when he was on Project Runway, was the way he really embraced all body types. He was really designing for beyond just the size zero and size six and the typical model world because at the end of the day, the typical person is not a size six or a zero or a double zero. They are in, you know, double digit size clothing. And it's time. it was well beyond time to stop with the airbrushing and creating this false reality, this world where everybody's gotta be perfect. No, just no. Okay, so there's a lot of controversy surrounding body positivity. And what I really want to get into is beyond the outward appearance because body positivity really starts with how you see yourself appear. It starts in the mind. How you see yourself matters. If if you don't have a healthy outlook for yourself, it doesn't matter what size you are. If you don't love value and appreciate yourself, it doesn't matter what anybody else says nothing they say about you is going to change your outlook for the better because up here you don't see you in that way and so you know i really want to get into it so as a get into body positivity i believe that there's a time and a place for everything so just because you love your body okay doesn't mean everybody wants to love it in the same way i don't care if you're a size six I don't want to see TNA all over the place. I don't want to see your thighs. I don't want to see your nipples. And I think you can figure out what the A is. I don't want to see it. And I see it all the time. And I don't care what size you are, but I see it. I see young girls and women out in public. And they got these super short skirts on, or super short shorts on. And I can literally see cheeks. And it's like, baby, if you've been over, we gonna see like your labia. We gonna see it all. And it's like... Why? Why it got to be that short? I don't want to see your underwear. I don't want to see the top of your thong, the thong, 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 at the top of your pants and your shorts. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see your unmentionables. I, I don't want to see it. I don't. I don't want to know what you got on in them jeans. I. 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 I, I, I don't want to see it. I don't. I don't care. I don't want to see it. And I think that we've gotten to a point where we're so free and independent that we're too free and independent. And and we've forgotten what it is to really be a woman. Being a woman is more than just having breasts and a vagina. It's how you carry yourself as a woman. It's one thing to be comfortable in your skin. It's another to take it so far that you dishonor yourself. So I, I think that we have to remember what it is to honor and value ourselves. When I say modesty is still right, it's nothing wrong, it's not a cuss word. You can look back at old pictures of Pam Greer when she was Foxy Brown, and she was doing the doggone thing, but guess what? I mean, Pam was sexy and covered up. You can look at anybody, like even Marilyn Monroe, Bombshell, you know, she had the, she was doing the body con dress. Body con dresses was out back then, they just called it something different. But it was like, if she had a strapless dress, it wasn't up to her thigh. It was below the knee. Jackie Kennedy, just gracious, beautiful, sexy. You can do it, you can be sexy and not be trashy. Let me just say it like that. And I think we've lost our way in a lot of in, in a lot of ways. Feminism is beyond just being able to just bear it all. It's just gone so far. It's like we're losing the message of body positivity in so many different ways. You can still be a champion for body positivity and carry yourself in a respectable way. And I think that there's there's just, we're losing that. We see so much and there's so many, so many movements. I'm gonna get into that later on, but I, I kinda wanna touch on this because there was a lot of controversy last year around Lizzo when she was twerking at a, in, in a phone at a Lakers game, and again, I don't care what size you are. I don't want to see it. And I think for a lot of people, it wasn't the issue of the twerking. It was the twerking in a thong at what is typically a family event. So I wouldn't care if it was some supermodel that's a size six or a zero. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And I feel that because it wasn't the right place, it was inappropriate. I don't want to see anybody's behind out, let alone anybody's twerking with their butt out. But I will say this, if it were in a nightclub or someplace like that, that's a different story because the environment warrants, it's it's a little bit more appropriate for that setting. If I were a parent at that Lakers game, yeah, I'd be offended. Why? Because I may not want my child exposed to that. Maybe I'm teaching them something different. Maybe I don't want them seeing that yet. If I've got parental controls on things at home and and there are things that I'm teaching my child, I don't expect to go to a family-friendly environment and see that. So when I say we're talking about body positivity, we can't lose the message by getting caught up in I'm so free to be me that we let it all hang out anywhere and at any time and forget the purpose of what we're doing and take it out of context. When it comes to body positivity, you've got to have a high level of respect for yourself and your surroundings because it's not just about you embracing you. It's about you embracing you and letting the environment around you embrace you because people don't have a problem embracing body positivity. Lizzo is like the body positivity person of 2019, but it's kind of like, did the message get tainted now that you've done this at a family-friendly event? And then to make matters worse after that, you know, the internet is savage. So they gone out and found this video of her apparently twerking some years ago, like they gone back to when she was twerking in a fast food restaurant. And so it just kind of incites this whole new outrage. And it's like, listen, just stop with the fake outrage. Who cares? Yes, there's a time and a place for everything. And maybe that thought is lost on her. Who cares? At this point, let's just move on from it. There's no sense in dwelling on it. Either you're going to support her or you're not. Who cares? Move on from it. Say what you have to say, say your piece and move on. But if you're going to be outraged by her, be outraged about people who are equally as disrespectful. That's all I'm going to say. About that. Now, as we talk about body positivity, we can't talk about it without talking about body dysmorphia. And I really want to get into that for a moment because I I just really feel like the two go hand in hand and it's something that you have to deal with. And what body dysmorphia is, it's a mental disorder where a person can't stop thinking about this one or more perceived defect or flaw in their appearance. It's like they obsess over it. And it's a flaw that might be so minor, so small, or it's something that other people can't see it's like okay you know what I don't like this really look this this little dot right here it's it's oh my god and and they obsess over it so much to the point that it, it makes them feel really anxious and they're embarrassed and ashamed by it so they shy away from social situations because it's like oh my god it's 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 really debilitating it's it's debilitating to that extent and it's really serious because body dysmorphia can lead to so many different things like eating this. Disorders and eat things that are even more serious like death. So it's important for us to be encouraging of people and supportive because we really don't know what people are going through mentally, what they think about themselves. But I think there are signs, I and mean, if you find somebody who is obsessed with their weight, whether it's on the I'm not I'm not I'm too small I'm too thin I need to gain some more weight and they're already overweight versus somebody that's super small like they're in a size double zero or a size two and they're trying to get to a double zero and they feel like they're still too fat like there's fat somewhere and they literally have none and they're almost skin and bones that's an issue that is a body dysmorphia issue okay body dysmorphia is one of those things where you have to get therapy for it like you gotta you gotta talk to somebody about it you know what i mean because you have to get what's up here out i want to encourage you if if it's you or if it's someone you know or you sense it you feel it talk to someone like really encourage them to talk about it even if it's just hey how do you feel what you you know such as just get them to talk talk it out because you got to get it up here out of here and out of your mouth because when you start hearing it it's like this really doesn't make sense and then you can start to reverse the behavior but you want to start doing that before it's too late you will not change the way you see yourself until you get what's in your head out I promise you, and I'm talking from experience, one of the things I had to do to encourage myself about my body was to look in the mirror and really see myself. And that was extremely hard to do. I avoided mirrors like the plague i kid you not like growing up i really didn't do mirrors a lot just like whatever i was a little tomboy i was always playing outside i was in this sport i was in that sport i was doing this thing so when girls were being all girly i was just like whatever going to school whatever i was a nerd here i was a cheerleader i played soccer i did this just wasn't me i just wasn't girly at that point when i got to college it was just kind of like oh this is cute like okay yeah all right so it was just a little bit different in college but even then Even in college, I really did not embrace mirrors. It was just like, okay, whatever. And I was in Durham, North Carolina, and a coworker was like, how the hell do you know what you look like when you don't look in a mirror? Like, I was just like, you put clothes on. Like, as long as it's not wrinkled, I iron my clothes and I put it together. I like, I wear the same thing just about every day because, you know, I'm in a restaurant. I'm managing a restaurant. We got a uniform. I'm wearing the same thing. I don't, What I mean, That literally was my thought process. And it was probably the beginning of a toxic mindset because I just was like, I didn't care. I wore the same thing to work every day pretty much. And my wardrobe was pretty much the same colors because we're talking about like 90s. (laughs) So it's, you know, it's like, well, whatever. I'm like, we're the same thing. Black pants, maybe blue pants, you know, ain't nobody wearing no like get food on your clothes. We ain't wearing all that. We gonna keep it simple. We gonna keep it ironed. We gonna keep it clean. Anybody doing all of that? I'm I'm gonna make sure this hair done, these nails is done. I didn't do no makeup. I didn't do all of that. Cause nah, we ain't doing all that. But what ended up happening was I morphed into so much insecurity. I didn't know where it came from. And at that, it, it got to a point where I didn't care where it came from. I just needed to deal with it. And I started engaging in really toxic behavior. I got to the point to where I was buying my clothes two sizes too big, because I felt like if I buy my clothes too big, it would make me feel small. The problem with that is I gained weight to fit the clothes. I hated seeing the size of the clothes, even though I didn't really fit in it, but I ate because a depression set in. Till I ended up fitting in the clothes, and then I got sick of myself and disgusted on myself. I was like, "Oh my God, how did I get here? I gotta fix it." So the hard, uh, the hard part was really looking in the mirror. I did not have a full-length mirror. To this day, I don't have a full-length mirror. But. I have a mirror big enough that I can back up and see. see, you know. But I just needed to see up to a certain point. I really had to start somewhere. And it started with just looking at myself in the mirror. And it started from, okay, I'ma start with this. Then it went to, I gotta look at me naked. And that was the hardest thing to do was really, first of all, just looking at myself in the mirror. I couldn't do it. But once I got through it and did it, it broke me. And I was just like, oh my God. And then it was just like, I really had to really look at everything. Like beyond the things that I liked, there was so much that I didn't like. That's which is why I avoided mirrors. But once I got to that point and I was just like, I have to stop this. Cause I was disgusted with me. Didn't matter what the guy said that I was dating at the time. Didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter what this person said. I wasn't doing it for me and like I used to so it was a matter of you gotta fix you and looking in the mirror was the hardest thing I had to do but I did it then it was really examining myself it was beyond just looking once I got beyond looking I had to examine me like really examine me and begin to accept everything about me that was hard because I had to literally say to myself I love me because At that point, I didn't love me, but I didn't realize that I didn't love me. And I had to say, I love me. I had to say to myself, I love every roll, every tiger stripe, every scar, every bump, lump, hip, whatever, I love it. Even when I didn't, I had to say it. I had to say, I love me while looking at myself in the mirror. And it was really looking at me, not looking at the reflection of something behind me in the mirror, it was really looking at myself saying these things, and it was hard at first. I didn't. I couldn't even say I love me. I had to say I like it. I had to say I like my dimples because it got to the point. I used to love my dimples, and I was like, oh my God, these dimples are so childish. I can't stand them. To not then I had to say I like my dimples to the point that I was like, oh God, I love my nipple. Like oh, I got a dimple. It was just because people would point it out, and I would be so embarrassed that I would stop smiling. And I had to like, that is so ridiculous. Why do you not like your dimple? So I had to get to the point where just different things I had to say to me about me, from the dimple to my overbite, to whatever, to my nose. It was a point I didn't even like my nose. It was ridiculous. I didn't like my eyes. I didn't like my eye color. There was things that, it was just ridiculous. Now I'm just kind of, I can look like and be like, girl, what was wrong with you? You were really bugging. But at the time, at that space where I was, I was lost and I did not love me. I didn't even, I didn't. So I had to say to myself all of these things and I, and, and the more I said it, the better I felt, but it was hard. And I had to say those things to change the perception I had of myself. I had to change how I saw myself. And it started with me speaking out of myself, out of my mouth to me, those words of encouragement to affirm myself. Now, I'm at the point, I don't really care if anybody likes how I look. That's on you. Go look at something else. Like, you don't have to look at me because I'm doing it for me. I make lifestyle choices for me because I want to be the best version of me possible so I set a goal last year to lose a certain amount of weight I lost 20 pounds I'm happy about that I still got some more to go but I'm happy that I achieved that I lost a whole bunch of inches before that scale moved I was disgusted because I was working my butt off and the scale wasn't moving it was like two pounds here three pounds here but it wasn't Like nothing, the inches, yeah, things were falling off. But I was like, I need to scale to move. But I had to encourage myself, keep doing it, keep putting in the work. You look great. You look great. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. And then guess what? Boom! Next thing I know, I hit ten pounds. I was just like, oh my god! I finally, I got on the scale. I stopped getting on the scale. I got on the scale and was just like, oh my god! I hit ten pounds, and that was just the best thing ever. And I remember texting my mom and my sister was like, I lost. 10 pounds the scale finally moved and they were like yes so then when the next 10 i lost the next 10 i was just like oh my god why because i kept doing the work but i had to do the work and i had to be positive and say it's gonna work even when it didn't look like it was working in my eyes because the scale wasn't moving inches wise oh everything was too big that's a good problem to have but it was just like i need the scale to move and i had to say LaTanya, stop obsessing about that scale and focus on the results you're getting right now. And I did, and it was just like, ooh, yes, okay. We're doing it, all right, let's 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 keep it going. Because it's working. But the perception was the scale's not moving, it's not working, lies. The scale not moving has nothing to do with the progress I was making because I was still putting in the work. No work, no progress. So I put in the work and I kept doing it for me, but I had to tell myself, change my perception of what was happening to love me as I am in the process of making me into the best version of me possible. And it's just like, ooh, all right, all right, all right, all right, yes, do it for you. And I'm happy about that. The change happens within you. Body positivity starts with you. You can look at every Instagram page. There is and there are lots of them. There are so many encouraging body positivity Instagram pages out there. There are sites. There's one where a lady who's got physical burns on her body and she's, you know, her body positivity is it doesn't matter that you got burned in a fire or whatever. Love your skin. It's one that a girl has one about saggy boobs. Another one about sweat, excessive sweat. One about, oh, not shaving your armpits. Another one about, you know, stretch marks and tiger stripes another it's just there's so many different ones embrace it all body positivity starts with you you gotta love value and appreciate you you don't feel sexy figure out what's gonna make you feel sexy cuz baby sexy depends on you cuz what I find sexy you may not find sexy you Know what I'm saying like you might feel like I need to put on thong, the thong 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 put that thong on if it's gonna make you feel sexy don't nobody know you got it on who cares Really, it's what does it for you? What makes you feel beautiful? What makes you feel like a woman? Because I can tell you right now, exposing yourself is not it. Because that's a sign of a deeper insecurity that you need to have conversation with someone about. Because sexiness is not naked. I had a guy I went to college with, God rest his soul. He used to say, sexy is a state of mind. I used to be like, you know what, JP? I'm so sick of you right now. And everything was a state of mind, sexy is a state of mind. Boy, go sit down somewhere. You know what I mean? If everything was a state of mind, from sexy to smart intelligence to this to that, it's a state of mind. Boy, but he was right. It's a state of mind. It's a state of mind. How do you see you? How do you see you? I had to love, value, and appreciate me for me. And it started with me talking to me, looking at me in the mirror for me to change. I had to start with liking myself and then turning that into love. See, self-love starts with how you talk to yourself. What are the words you're saying to you? I have these wall, I haven't put them up yet, but I printed out this affirmation wall when I was in my last place. And one of the things I had was, I am sexy. That affirmation wall was the first thing I saw when I got up in the morning and the last thing I saw when I went to bed. It was, I am sexy, I am beautiful, I am glorious, I am loved, I am lovable, I am loving. It was everything that I wanted to pour into me when I go to bed at night and when I wake up. Then I had a different set of affirmations for my office to keep me motivated through the day. But when it came to me personally, my personal affirmations was how do I want to see me? And I surrounded myself with those words. So when I went to bed, it was the last thing I saw when I closed my eyes. And when I woke up in the morning, it's the first thing I see when I open my eyes. And I would lay in bed and literally rehearse those affirmations because it gotta get inside you. It starts with you. I don't care if your man or your woman or whoever affirms you and your sister friend or whoever's like, girl, you got it going on. If you don't feel like you got it going on, it's falling on deaf ears. Self-love comes from you. That's like self-confidence. You can't have somebody else's confidence. That's why it's called self-confidence. Body positivity is born out of self-confidence. Now how it manifests is something totally different. Because if it's manifesting in a negative way, there's a deeper insecurity you gotta deal with. Because you gotta remember there's a time and a place for everything. That's, that's the key to body positivity that's all for today ladies you have been on the mic with dr ace the global mentor coach i hope you have been really 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 encouraged by this episode talking about body positivity in the age of social media because listen social media will have you all messed up into thinking that something's wrong with you when there is nothing wrong with you You don't need to compare yourself to anybody, honey. When I talk about being ready, it's all about as you are accepting everything about you and walking into that space and owning it for you. You gotta do it for you. You don't need to look to social media to embrace who you are. As women, we come in all shapes and sizes. There's a space for all of us. Let's be more concerned with how healthy our bodies are, not just the outward appearance. What good does it do us to dress the outside if the inside is dying? Ladies, you've been on the mic with Dr. Ace, the Global Mentor Coach. Thanks so much for listening. If you have some topics you'd like to hear, or if you need a coach to help you achieve your goals, send an email to info at globalmentorcoach.com. That's info at globalmentorcoach.com. Again, thanks so much for listening. Keep it sexy, classy, and modest as you spread lots of love and light. See you next season.